I get that uh, down. Greetings in the name of the Most High. I'm trying to get my microphone level so it's not blaring in your ear too much. Uh, over modulation, not good. Yeah, so God is going to answer um, the destroyers, and um, it's really got nothing to do unless with you, unless you are the wicked. Um, the wicked are the um, they know who they are. They're wicked, and the destroyers are the ones who destroy the genome of God. And they uh, are already being dealt with, but they will find themselves in a world of shit very, very soon. Um, You know, they brought it on themselves. I don't know where they learned that it's okay to, um, you know, it's one thing to try to heal uh, God's creation, work with it, you know, the, the biology of God, and... You know, trying to develop medicine that will help, and 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 man has, you know, done okay with certain things and bad with with most of it. Most of it has devolved into uh, uh, <clears throat> an, abomin- <clears throat> an abomination um, of sorcery, and the Lord doesn't, you know, that's not medicine. So you know, they 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 seem to have no. There just seems to be no. Um, filter for these fools. These are fool fools. A fool. Yes, he's a universal fool. He's a fool in every aspect of every dimension. He's a fool in every single aspect of every single thing. He's a fool, and a definition of a fool will always be a fool, even if he is given a platform to talk on to be a rock star on, to be a comedian on, to be a late-night talk show host on, whatever the fool is, whatever the fool does, he's still a fool. God's people have never been fools, and they never will. The other side may call them that, but that's just like calling names. It's not true if it isn't true. It's not true if it is not true. All the Lord ever asked was just, you, you know, it's like, like they're, they're making decisions about something that they don't know what it is in the first place. They're making decisions about, say, biology when they don't know what it is in the first place. They're making decisions about human consciousness when they don't know what it is in the first place. He doesn't know what it is to begin with. Then how is he qualified to make a decision? You know, your Hararis and your Klaus, clown, clown Schwabs, your Clown Swabs. How are they, you know, qualified to make a decision if they are fools? Klaus Schwab is a fool. He's a, a party clown. He's a fool. And Gates is also one. Why would they, in anywhere in the universe, anywhere in the known um, Cosmotron, Cosmic uh, space and all being all parameters in every single aspect of existence, they would be defined as fools.
as perverts, egotists. But the main thing that they do is they talk about things they don't understand. And that's why we call them stupid. Of course, stupid doesn't want to cover it because that's like a, you know, a low IQ isn't really what it is. They don't lack for IQ. It's, it's that they assume that they are superior. And once you do that, all the learning stops. So they make decisions about humans being hackable animals, for instance, when they don't know what the human is to begin with. It's extraordinary. It's amazing to watch, it really is, to see the parade of dumb shits down the road, down the road, marching pridefully, sticking their flag right up there, when you know what they really are. And you wonder, how could this be? And the reason it is, is because God allowed Satan to turn it into a backwards world where the fools lead. The fools control. The fools preside. Where the smart, the intelligent, are the meek. And it's el reverso of reality. And it is a simulation. And it is the kind of simulation that Job had. Job's life was a simulation there for a while. Until the restoration. Capiche? So I just want to jar you out of your depression and into, you know, reality for a minute so you can just feel good about yourself. Because, I mean, you did nothing wrong. My God, why are you torturing yourself? You did nothing wrong. They are the arrogant, the prideful, the foolish rulers, the, the, the um, you know, the fools. The dumb shits, the stupids, the, you know, they, um, oftentimes you find, you read a news article, you go, Gee, why would they do that if that's the stupidest thing they could do? It's because it's all based on, the 100% based on uh, their loins, their desires, their sexual desires, and their food desires. Their desire for, you know, fun or whatever it is, or recreation, and the kind of recreation that they want, mainly your children. Namely, to kill as many people as possible because that's what life is in their fool-heart mind. Not a fool in a pleasant thing. We have the fool that's a fool for love. Fool for love is kind of an endearing person, right? They fall, they fall in love and then they realize they made a mistake, but they really fall hard. And um, gee, for a while there, they're just so smitten, so taken. Um... And we forgive that. You know, that's that's foolishness that's, uh, you know, some people never learn about that, but I mean, some people are just wired to to fall in love, and maybe that's God's way of having children. I don't know. All, all I know is that's not the fool we're talking about. We're talking about THE fool, capital F, which the, the civilization of elites fall into. In fact... If you don't want to be a fool, you cannot join them. If you do agree to be a fool, they will give you money. It doesn't matter if you lose it in the marketplace. It doesn't matter if your idea sucks, like windmills and things like that. They will make you billionaires because they stole the money 
and they're they're just cutting you in for your share. Now, certain rock stars knew that they were slaves and fools to this, and uh, a lot of them aren't here anymore. Sort of kind of waking up. Uh, lyrics were a bit too prescient, and uh, they're gone. And the reason they're gone is because the people that are in charge are weak-minded, sniveling idiots. They would kill the best of us and preserve the mediocre as caviar and force you and everyone else to write about how great eating shit is and how lovely the taste is. And that's who your leaders are. Every last one of them. Why? Because you can't get in unless you agree. So if you agree, what are you? Even if you agree and you do good things trying to fight within the system to fix it, will that ever happen? Fool! (laughs) Will that ever happen? Fool! Only a fool would try to fix the system from within. The system is evil. And it will never be fixed. Who's with me? Who's with logic? Who's with truth? And who's with me? I stand on logic and truth. You know, the Bible's so clear on this. Corrupt fruit comes from a corrupt tree. Amen? Well, that's the end of the matter, isn't it? I'm going to Washington, I'm going to get elected, I'm going to fix it. Now, God's going to fix it, but, you know, to fix it, he's going to have to, well, for one thing, we're on a path to go to God and to get out of this, right? We don't want to live in a backwards world, do we? We don't want to live in a world where every single thing, I mean, you know, the vaccines kill you. Oh, good, let's approve it for children. doesn't take long to figure out, you know, why they're fools. And because their master wants them to kill people. Yeah. Oh, it doesn't matter whether they call it depopulation, whatever. I mean, just killing is a big part of the uh, the promise, the sacrament. They will give you things if you kill people. And some people go, I can't believe the FBI is coming in here. And took those good people that didn't do anything wrong and threw them in jail. Of course, it's backwards. People that are honest citizens are, you know, hunted uh, to be thrown in jail. Uh, People that walk with Christ who are gentle and wouldn't hurt anybody, in fact, would be a force of good in the world and a force for life rather than death. They would be hunted. Of course, that's who you hunt. Perish the thought of any doubt. Of course we hunt good people to slay because that, I mean, they're a detriment to our society. And so from now on, let's agree here. We're not going to be surprised by any, any of the, any of this uh, garbage, any of this, um, these um, genius moves they're pulling. We're not, we don't need to keep explaining about the world being backwards. We don't need, you know, it's, it's like you say, oh, oh, when they say, here's the news, and uh, they cheated in Chicago or, or Pennsylvania, 
And so your guy that you were wanting to be elected and get in, your response should be, of course. It wasn't whether or not it was going to be cheated for. It's whether or not someone was going to do something about it after the cheating. Apparently not. Not as long as Joe Biden is president. That's right, because he's trying to get this, doing everything he can do to get a nuclear war going, which will destroy him, his family, and everything he cares about. But he's a fucking genius. And he don't 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 get him get him off the hook by saying, "Oh, he's senile." No, he knows what he's doing, and he's agreed to do it because he's a fool. He's a big fool, and he always will be a fool to think that he's going to get away with um, that God doesn't see. The biggest mistake these guys make is when they go to like a Bohemian Grove, which is a uh, a real strike against a person, in my view. Um, you know, the, the, the point they're making is they're joining the club. They're joining the conformity. What do they want you to conform to? They want you to conform to, um, you know, perversion, uh, you know, uh, whatever the perversion is, you know, it's uh, on every level, you know, sex, um, and well, like what they're doing now, shutting down uh, the diesel fuel, shutting down lines of communication because they want a great reset which is going to benefit which in which they they live in their small little world and then they kill everybody as a sacrifice to their god and then they get nothing because they do not become immortal and they never will they're on the basically they're on the chopping block god's going to just cut them down they've run on for a long time like the song says it's now time for them to be cut down and so you're going to see that more and more. It's going to come in like weather, you know. It's just everybody sees it at once. Oh, my God, that guy just misspoke. He said he wants to nuke America. Yeah. And as far as all these corrupt agencies, anything that's connected to the, to the you know, beast system is inverted. So it's evil. So there's no need to, you know, oh, the FBI is evil. You don't say. We need to get the good people there, the white hats, to take it. There are no white hats. I mean, there may be some people that consider themselves white hats, but I mean, meaning there is nothing they, what are they going to do? The bulk of them in these agencies are down with the program. The program to destroy everything and everyone and then have their own little elite club, and they can have a shindig. You know, the Earth, in my view, never did get replenished, and I'll explain why. I've been over flyover country here in America. It's beautiful, it's, it's, it's doable, and there's, you know, there's nobody on it. You drive all day long through Texas, and you don't see anybody. You don't see it. All you see are, like, you know, lakes and rivers and streams and, you know... Um, Fabulous land for farming and, you know, oil and, you know, going here and there. And and most of it's just uh, empty, not being exploited. But the main thing you see in Texas is no people. New Mexico, there's hardly anyone there. In the whole middle of the country, there's no people there. So why would they, most of the world, Canada, you know, South America, Asia, and you know, all over the world, there's a very low population of people, very low Almost none. 
Now, why would they be talking population and Bill Gates and being obsessed and you know getting it down? Because they don't know what they're talking about. Because they don't know they don't know to begin with what it is they're trying to do. And that is why, specifically, I had leveled a charge of stupidity on them. Um, they think that it's their job to tell you what to do with your resources, or that it's their job to explain how um, we should have synthetic uh, food because it's good for the planet. Only a complete, total moron that's beyond any kind of help would say something that stupid. They wouldn't, they'd just... A statement that that stupid actually qualifies for institutionalization. Right? In other words, that should never be listened to again, that person. That they should be discredited totally before somebody gets hurt because they're petulant children. They want what they want when they want I am the population. I don't like the sun. I want the sun to go away. Why would that be, Mr. Gates? Science has proven we can't sustain this population. Double talk, Mr. Gates. We've seen the world. There's no people here. Or very few. Yeah, we're supposed to believe there's a lot of people and we're, we're all choking and starving because of it. Look at these crowded cities. The crowded cities are a for the purposes of political power. Bill Gates, I just want what I want when I want. Melinda Gates is, she's enrolled in a class to teach her how to date again. Honey, give it up. If you chose Billy Boy for your husband, you're, there's no point in going to a class on how to date. You've, you failed you should just STFU and ride it out the rest of your little life with your dumb brainwashed children and consider yourself lucky you didn't get, uh, you know, the plague uh, too along with uh, Bill and all you who cooked it up. And you want to depopulate. Why? Because you decided that being God, I can depopulate because I'm, I'm Bill Gates. I'm Klaus Schwab. I say it's time. We need a reset. We, the humans, making the call, ascending to the to the lofty position of fool, have decided they need a great reset because climate change is about to get us all. There is no climate change. These people, including Obama, they still build their houses. Right up to the right up to the high tide line. Did you know that? <laughs> oh, what's that, Zeph? Well, see, if there is climate change and chaotic things going on the earth, you wouldn't build beach houses to the high tide line. You'd be afraid of losing your house. Oh wow. Yeah. And and Obama built he's got one right there at Martha's Vineyard. That's right. And those seas could with climate change could overrun the place. But he's not worried because Humans are going to pay a tax, and that's going to fix it. Now, to get down to that level of intelligence, you'd really have to, I mean, almost take a hammer and beat your head. You know, to get on Obama's level, you need a hammer into your head. 
to be as unintelligent as he is. And he is not intelligent. I mean, I've listened to all his speeches. You know, I've tried to think, well, he's intelligent, like maybe behind the scenes. You know, he's just doing this propaganda thing for people to, you know, pick up on. And, and, you know, because they'll say, oh, how how articulate and intelligent he is. My goodness. He's superior in every way. Uh, When he's talking about climate change, racism, uh, you know, know, movies, um, you know, culture. He's always a genius. So let's have some fun, can we? You know, just, I mean, I listened to Harrison Smith over at InfoWars in the morning because it's very, he's very entertaining. And if you haven't listened to him, go ahead. He's, he's got a really funny wit. I, I just, you know, think he's great. But the thing is, is, but I've, I've seen the act already. I know the absurdity. I know the theater of the absurd that he's presenting. He's presenting the facts of the news as theater of the absurd and making his point every single day. And the reason that show doesn't grow is because it's, you know, I mean, it grows, but it doesn't, it's not, you know, worldwide. Um, Why it's underground, I should say, okay? It's growing underground. The reason it doesn't grow, ladies and gentlemen, is, you know, underground, you know, it grows underground, but it doesn't just, you know, become like a mainstream thing, is because people like to feel that they're intelligent. People don't want to believe that they're fools. They they want you to look at a Noah Harari and, you know, really, um, you know, worship him. They don't want you to look at, you know, like Dr. Salk. I remember my uh, multi-personality evil mother would... Salk, as she's, she would, I'm sorry, she'd see Dr. Salk on the beach of La Jolla walking, and she'd run out there like a groupie. Oh, Dr. Salk, I'm, I'm still, I'm, I worship you, Dr. Salk. <laughs> yeah. It's the Scripps Institute, right? Anyway, um... God, the whole thing is such a joke. I, I don't know what to do. I'm watching the sunrise against my wall on a beautiful, gorgeous, glassy morning. No, no, no waves. You know, a beautiful spot, South Padre Island. We had planned a crazed house, a retreat for. Uh, I guess four or five months before we could get something that's, you know, right there. And the weather has been, I don't like to be here in the summer or when the, you know, spring break, any of that stuff. I'm not here for the, for the wild parties. We're here for the weather, for the, you know, 75 degrees, crisp, 80 degree water, you know, and, um, I don't know that we've made any progress here. I, I think that pizza last night that came in, I think that kind of screwed us up. Not the best. I mean, we're learning our way around the island. There's not much here on the island. Um, and I miss Ben's. But we got to get our signal straight as to what we're doing. And, uh, you know, as we continue to uh, move toward the domination of worldwide media, 
as we're heading to, toward the number one spot in worldwide media, that, you know, Crazed House is a, you know, a, a one aspect of entity that has lots of different, uh, you know, documentaries and narrative feature films and, you know, eventually, you know, maybe some comic books and graphic novels. Who knows? You know, whatever the, you know, people don't read anymore, so that's, you know... They collect, though. They still collect. Um, but it's Z Media Worldwide, right? That's what the podcast is under. The podcast is as much a crazed house as, as I am. So, I mean, it's... If you're, you know, this is uh, for the fans. I know for a fact that the fans of... Uh, you know, I'm thinking back on the film Society. The reason I think that got made is because I had my own axe to grind, I guess. You know, what I mean, in 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 showing the world what kind of you know characterizations of people that live in Beverly Hills and high society. And I think that we did a pretty good job with that. But the other people I was working with, I think the the best review interview that I got was actually recently on it because it's still an iconic. Um, the communists love it. They're the ones, you know, from Jacobin Magazine did the best review. And of course, Brian, that's kind of his sentiments, you know, his, I don't, I think he doesn't like the fact there's an elite there that can be as stupid as they want to be and still succeed upwards. No matter how stupid, no matter how boneheaded a move they make, they, they protect each other. They move upwards. Right? <laughs> And I'm using the Bob Dylan line, you know, that was these, you know, who don't, was it, do you, Mr. Jones? No, it's another one. A friend. Um, no, 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 no. You have no faith to lose and you know it. You know, um, a friend that, that don't know to begin, you don't know to begin with. And yeah, there there are people like that that just don't know to begin with. I'm not saying Bob Dylan is uh, talking about the same thing I am, but what I'm talking about is people that deign to make decisions about human biology when they don't know what it is. Show me the university that teaches biology. They don't they 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 dissect stuff and they see things happen, but they don't understand biology. The spiritual side of biology. There is one. They don't know. Well, they can graft, you know, leaves and you know, branches on trees and things, and and make different species of dogs. I suppose, not species, but you know, you know, types. You know, they learn to. You know, they can light a fire. That's amazing since they don't know what that is either. They literally don't know what anything is. And so, you know, when they, they want you to go sit in their classroom to get a degree, it's like, and if you engage in any way and they see that you're, you know, that you are superior, you know, that, that you know what's going on, that would make you superior, right? That you all... Are, should be the rulers of the world. You're the ones that God made the world for. That you are to be good stewards of the world and replenish the earth. 
It never got replenished. Never, never got replenished. Well, just judging for how big a civilization was here before the last thing got wiped out, I don't know. You know, when God says replenish, I take him at his word. That, that just, you replenish. It's not replenishing to begin with. It's replenish. So they teach the book of Genesis, and they don't know what that is either. In fact, most people don't know anything. See, that's what you end up discovering. So now it becomes politics, <laughs> social politics, you know, move, making the right moves, donating to the right charities and the right candidates and getting on into the winner's circle. Hee-hee, ha-ha! And then adopting all their views. Oh, yes. We really need, desperately, we, we need woke politics desperately. The world's unfair. We need to balance it out. We need to make sure that there's no unfairness ever, and people need to have equity in this situation. Equity that we will define. Hello. I will now define equity. A piece of the pie that I bake and I give you. That's your equity. Not a piece of the earth or the moon or the existence. No, no. What I tell you equity is, that is what you, how you will define it. Yeah, but you don't know what it is. You tell anybody that, I'll kill you. Oh, I see. So we all have to wait around. We all have to wait around. We all have to, we have to wait around until we inherit the earth. This whole thing was a job experience to see if we would question you, Lord. But of course we don't question you. We don't question your timing. We must endure this. We must run this race as if to win. We are put in Stupidville with dumb people pretending to be leaders. And we, and we have to put up with that and keep running the race. But there's no need to keep defining it like, tune into the Christian network and I will tell you what it is. What it is. No, they don't. If they, if they knew what it was, they wouldn't have to explain it. In, in, with, with endless tomes of, of you know, endless uh, you know, mental masturbation of what this whole thing is. It's very simple. It's just simply an inversion. You know, I mean, more or less, pretty much one-to-one, -one, but, you know, the people that um, are presenting the reality to you realize, um, well, they don't really realize it, but, you know, when you realize that they don't know what it is to begin with, barring a line from Bob Dylan, uh, so how could we possibly be friends, is I think what he's saying in the song. You know, you don't, you know, you, you don't know what it is to begin with, a friendship. I'm, I'm just borrowing that and applying it to the world, though. You don't know what it is to begin with. That's why when I looked at Harari's book and I saw little pictures of, you know, he was so impressed with his picture of a, of like a lion and a man together in a chimera. 
and he was really proud of himself, like a little kid that, um, he's like a little child who, uh, is proud of like a, like a thing that he made by, you know, cutting out, you know, cut out paper in kindergarten. He was like on that level. And I'm just saying, you know, I mean, do you want to hurt yourself to the point where you understand that the children are just playing and they don't know what it is? And it's Lord of the Flies. And they want to dictate to you what reality is. And they want you to accept it. And if you don't, then, then you're not worshipping the beast and they want you eliminated. When, but there's no people here to begin with, guys. The earth was never replenished, Gates. If they keep having babies in Africa, yeah. And, you know, the liberal side of things... Uh, created Planned Parenthood to eliminate black children. And they've done a fantastic job, if that's being that racist, because the population of black people in America could have been 40%, 50, or more. But instead, Margaret Sanger don't call her a Jew, please, even though she identifies decided that the blacks were growing like weeds and we had to cut them down. Hillary Clinton has taken up Sanger's model and she's uh, forging ahead with the very same thing. (laughs) But they don't know what an African is versus a white European or they're racist and they'll they'll favor one race over another, but they don't know what races are. They never really looked into races to why there are races. They never really understood. The best um, uh, class I ever took about races wasn't about race at all. It was an anthropology class on climate, on you know different te- temps around the world, and and uh, you know what skin, what pigment in the skin. Uh, could do for people in particularly sun-drenched environment versus very cold like Northern Europe. And you could see the variation in skin color, just like I, I, I love seals. Seals. When you see Quantum Devil, you're going to see the, the beginning of the seal men. No, and I don't, I, I don't care if well, that's a chimera, you're being evil. Oh, I, it's fantasy and fiction. Seals. I always wonder about those flippers because I can see they were, at one point, they were hands and legs. They were on all fours, weren't they? Were they? Okay, next question. I'm fascinated with this idea of why God would make a mammal, a mammal, you know, walruses, seals, you know, Food for sharks with those capabilities. And then you wonder about turtles as well. We see turtles on land and we see turtles in the sea. And they have to have a real protective coating because, you know, predators. And they have it. These are fascinating questions. And if one was interested in biology, they might actually look into it rather than just you know, teaching a theory 
that has no basis in truth. <laughs> but that's the only one they got. I'm sure many people have a different uh, take on why seals, you know, have looked like they were land mammals at one point, and then they were changed. Just like they have an answer about dinosaurs, seals. Dinosaurs are really kind of trippy. I mean, we have the vestiges and lizards and, uh, you know, crocodiles and alligators that obviously go back millions of years. And the whole thing is fascinating, but we've never been able to look at it because the, um, the secular are atheists, so they don't factor in creation. And then the creation, you know, people are, you know, saying the earth is four, that's 10 years old, or I don't know. Things don't happen over time like that, you know. Beaks, hand, you know, hands to webbed, swimming kind of thing, you know, the, all that was just instant. And I don't know, I, you know, I don't know, I, I like, but I like to think about it without somebody telling me what to think. I like to think about it. I, I don't feel that anyone has ever thought about it. Oh, they've, they've decided something, and then they teach that, but I mean, I'm not to the point where I want to do that, I just want to be in awe of Yah, you know, in awe of God, like that is awesome that they've got those flippers. Those, not flippers, but those, uh, well, they're like fins. And then I'm also very interested in why the mammals have seemed very lazy. They're, they're there on the banks of the, of the ocean, the Pacific Ocean, and they're just all, you know, the seal, uh, pretty much a seal ran. They're all sunning themselves, and there's walruses there, and then there's sea otters. Cutest thing you ever saw was a sea otter, you know? Why would they be? Isn't that interesting? So I got to go all the way back to the beginning and go, God, please teach me. I'm a first grader. I don't know anything. And that's kind of what the Lord says, Son, you already know everything. You just haven't uh, accessed it yet. What is there to know? There's nothing to know. These beings are all perfectly adaptable. So I don't need to improve anything. So much for anthropomorphization of uh, the Bible or or God, because it's it's not going to work. So we're still in that... I know I'm getting kind of lost in complex stuff, but you know what I'm saying. I'm saying that, you know, basically they decided to use the information that they can gather about life, you know, mammals, um, amphibians, reptiles, insects, whatever, and then, you know, learn what makes it tick and then be God and, you know, make some hybrids or something. They don't seem to be interested in why things are. They're interested in how can I make it better? How can I make it even, you know, obviously God failed, so we, we approach it from that point of view, and then these are the leaders that tell you what to think. And they catch... You know, it's not even political thinking like January 6th was a legitimate uh, gripe about the vote. It, it's not even like that. It's more like, do you have the tendency... For Is your mind... Does your mind go to truth? Do you have the tendency to think 
deep thoughts or, or things about truth. Do you not believe in the consciousness that we have provided, the, the basic simulation of knowledge that we have provided? No, I don't. Do you question everything now? Yes, I question everything now. I, I don't question, I just don't, I don't buy your take. Well, then, see, this person is not useful to us. We need you to perform, to push the button, fill out the paperwork, as George Carlin says. We don't need you to do more than that. You know, go, go to the concert, you know. Uh, you know, go, go, go get your checkup. Go get your prostate and your, your, your you know, colonoscopy and, and, and just shut up. Oh, there are too many people on the earth. That's your, that's exactly right. Too many people. So we have to really push uh, going gay. The way to not have people is to have everybody doing everything but coitus, you know, man and woman, you know, seed and egg. We don't need that. <laughs> I'm the expert on population. So let's promote uh, a whole political class, a uh, whole cultural class that's basically pushing gay as a um, as virtue signaling. So everybody wants to be that. And uh, I'm no, I'm not buying. I'm watching. I'm going. Yeah. Well, we had kind of a version of this in the '70s, and you know. Every once in a while, these geniuses at the UN, they get, you know, hair up their butt and they, they've just decided, well, we got to make them like us and then we got to convert them to children so they'll be exactly like us. No, no, it's, 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 it's only a fool would hurt children. And because they're fools, of, of course, you know, it's not like, did you know that they're all pedophiles? There's a pedophile network out there that runs the world. No, no need to prove it. It's obvious from the from the beginning, if you have the solid foundation to understand, you know, reality, that of course it's it's a no-brainer, right? So therefore there's no surprise. There's no need to get struggle to get against the mind control. It's a rejection in total of all of every aspect of consciousness that they have tried to provide feebly at best. Being that they're feeble-minded earth dwellers, at, the, at the, on their best day, they're feeble-minded earth dwellers, right? Everything is like the, the body and you know the rocks over there and the sea. I want to con- they want to control what they don't understand to begin with. Again, you know, using Bob Dylan, again. So, so why should I listen if they don't know what it is to begin with? Why would I, you know, make contact to echo that song? Again? Why would I make contact with somebody that doesn't know what it is to begin with? I wouldn't. I wouldn't go to their school. I wouldn't make contact. I wouldn't speak that language. I would reject it because I'm, you know, God didn't make me a fool. I'm listening to the Most High God, and I'm going to have to, uh, you know, obviously re-educate myself because I never got a real education. If you, if you, you know, want to start with biology, biology is a complete dismal failure in this world. And the drug companies want to learn these so-called sciences so they could make, you know, potions to give people, which is, you know, every once in a while one works, and we, we spread that around, you know, ivermectin and, you know, uh, some of these older miracle drugs, which were, you know, back when people were actually trying to, you know, help the world. But now they're, no one's trying to help the world. They're, what they're trying to do is ram this 
Well, I've got to call it a simulation. I cannot call it a real thing down your throat. And then, you know, then monitor who takes to it and who doesn't and eliminate the ones who don't. That's what's really going on, right? Because I would expect that would be about all they could handle, not being too bright. That would be about the limit of their, you know, smarts, right? Figuring they could consolidate power that way, which, of course, won't happen because God... <laughs> oh, yay, my God, what he's going to do to these people. You know, if you really want to cut to the chase, you know, just get a little preview. I, it, it's a, You seem to be filled with hatred. No, I'm, I'm filled with reality. I'm filled with love for my, my, my creator. Can you imagine having a relationship with the creator of everything? That means you know everything. You just got to sort of tap into it. So here we go. Um... Uh, to the uh, destroyers. Uh, I'm just going to Google, see what comes up. Uh, no, not the destroyers. Yeah, it's Revelation 11, 18. And, and I was going to say we could go to Revelation 19 and look at the return of Christ, but, you know, this is better. So the way they're interpreting it is um, they're not giving me the scripture. They, um, the Lord will destroy the destroyers of the earth. Revelation eleven eighteen. Okay. Um, and that's it. We have taken human wastefulness and self-destruction to never before levels. And we have distorted our scriptures to justify, even celebrate our own destruction. That is not true. I do not join you. Sorry. You and I are in two different, you know, two different spiritual paths. I am not a part of the destroyers. I, I do not approve of the entire system uh, in terms of from education to, you know, upbringing to culture to people getting stupid degrees they don't need and all kinds of things. So, no, I have no interest. I have interest in, um, you know, uh, being uh, intelligent with waste, with plastics, with different things, and I join other people that, are, that have that attitude too. There may not be many of them, but we're not all into destroying the earth and just, you know, and, and but that's not how we're destroying it. We're destroying it spiritually through, like you people, sojourners, sojo.net, like you people are destroying the faith of millions just having a website. And I really, God, I just hate people like this. Um, but anyway, you know, the, the, uh, let's see if I can say 19, let's see if they just give me this, without, I would love to have the scripture without you butting in and uh, trying to teach something that you don't know anything about anyway. Thank you, God. You know, for God has judged the great horror which he did which did corrupt the earth with her fornication, and hath avenged the blood of his servants at her hand. Yeah, there's a lot of that that's gotta be settled up. And again they said, Hallelujah, and her smoke rose up forever and ever. So that the smoke of vengeance, the, the, you know, the smoke provides a memory. So the memory of, you know, what God did to even up the, the balances 
uh, will will be known forever and ever. You know, we know that God is a, that means backwards and forwards. When you're talking eternal terms, that means forwards in time and backwards in time, both at the same time. That means in all times and places, forever, each way. And um, so, therefore, we have justice at God's timing. And I think a lot of us get impatient. And for the foreign, okay, so, and came a voice through and saying, Praise God and all his servants and all that fear him, both small and great. And I heard, as it were, a voice of a great multitude, the voice of many waters, and as the voice of many uh, thunderings, saying, Hallelujah, for the Lord God uh, omnipotent reigneth. And that's, again, this language that's in the KJV, at least, is the language, it's kind of like, um, you know, it's kind of like the language of um, almost John, you know what I mean, like John 17, John 15 through 17 is the, uh, the, the relationship we have with God, those three chapters taken together. Let us be glad and rejoice and to give honor to him. The marriage of the Lamb has come and his wife have made herself ready. So that's another great metaphor. And so in the destruction of the destroyers of the evil, there is the wedding, that it, 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 it's simultaneous wedding with destruction. Isn't that interesting? And that's the kind of thing I'd like to, you know, I'd like to say to the Lord, well, why do we have a wedding? I mean, you could almost say the birth of what God is doing with us comes at this time, at the avenging of all the saints and prophets and everyone that was innocent that was cut down for no good reason by these geniuses who think they're going to get away with everything. Um... And at the same time, that's, that's cause for the wedding. And what's the wedding do? The wedding is, is the final creation point of the tabernacle of God, which is people. Soylent green is people. Uh, no, tabernacle is people. What's the tabernacle? Well, it's, it's God contained within his creation. He made human to be that tabernacle. And um, I know a lot of you want to run around and do your own thing, you know, and just be free of the evil ones. And that, that will certainly, I, I believe that you'll have every opportunity to be uh, released into one dream after another. You know, dreams are real. So all these different dreams are, are different realities that you're glimpsing. And you'll be able to, you know, go anywhere. Jesus has the ability to minister to 10 billion people at a time, each individually. Which is pretty amazing, you know what I mean? When you think about it, he can, he, he can be everywhere all the time at once and with everyone. And it's limitless. It, it could go on to trillions or, you know, whatever. But here's what we see. And I saw heaven open and behold a white horse and he that sat upon him was called faithful and true, and in righteousness he doth judge and make war. His eyes were as a flame of fire, and his head were as many were many crowns. And he had a name written that no man knew but himself. <laughs> and he was clothed with a vesture dipped in blood. And his name was called the Word of God. So that's what you're dealing with. That's who you're dealing with, and that's what you're dealing with.
So I think this, and he's asked us, you know, and I have to keep bringing myself back to this so I don't flip out. He has asked us to go through this. And when we put him first every day, and whatever, I mean, I, we, we have to kind of put him first, but we have to, you know, Lord, which way? Go that way. Okay, I'm going that way. I'm putting you first, Lord, because I have no idea. And that's how our crazed house little movie adventure got started. We like, Lord, which way? Really? You know, I thought I was done with that. Okay, you know, and but that's the way it. Um, no, no, we haven't been you know terribly successful or anything like that. I don't measure it by that. I'm just saying it's you know that's what I'm doing here today in uh, lovely South Padre. I mean, it is the weather yesterday. Like there are rideable waves. The only real upset I had is when I was, a, you know, I, when I was a kid, I would, surfing was like one of my only things I could do that was really, gave me some kind of peace, but not a lot. I eventually came out of the water, you know, I was troubled. But I saw it and I thought, God, I'm just going to go down and rent one of those boards and, and paddle out. And I realized I couldn't because of my age, my condition. I realized I wouldn't even be able to get beyond the first couple waves. Nice little waves, too. A little, not today, but yesterday. A little two to three foot and uh, perfect for longboarding. You know what I mean? Temperature 80 degrees. Uh, you want to get a softboard because then, then you don't have to have wax on it because it'll melt the wax. And I'm like, gosh, this is really an un undiscovered paradise. Why aren't people here? There's no one here. Why? Because this isn't the season. It's like, well, why isn't it the season? This is the... This is way better weather than May or June or July or August. I mean, this is this is it. That beautiful a little tinge in the air. The water's still warm. Uh, everyone's outside. Well, I'll come back again. I like this better than the West Coast. Why? Because uh there's a lot of ghosts in my past on the West Coast. I used to love love the beach and all that, but you know what? The water's cold, and it's very you know it's it's it, I, L.A. is kind of you know I guess when the Lord led us out of L.A., you know now I see what He was doing. Now I see that He led us out of Los Angeles, um, for good reason, and. Uh, some people thought I was just, you know, running away so that the, you know, the Satanists wouldn't kill me for exposing their crap. And I'm like, well, I use the Lord for that. I, you know, wherever I should be, I'm just going to go where he wants me. And I started kind of putting that into practice way back in about the year 2000. Right about then I was saved. I was born again. And... um I still have gotten depressed and suicidal and things, but I'm still here, too. You know, it, it didn't cure some of the things. There's like, um, I think we have a generational curse in my family, obviously. I mean, obviously. Or there would be offspring, which there won't be, and that's the end of that. And, um, no, I don't take it personally. I'm, I'm fine. I'm, I'm in the Lord. It doesn't matter. They're all my children. You know, they're all, all our children. You know, there's, there isn't a thing like that. I know the Bible talks about fourth generation and wealth down to the fourth generation and 
restoration of Job. He had new kids and he had cattle and he had wealth and it lasted for generations after he was gone. And, and I, I, don't, I don't think that way. Some people are more um, earth-oriented and then I'm, I'm a little bit more, you know, like out there kind of thing. You know, I'm not really tethered to the earth too strong, you know, to, I can let things go, you know. You can have my fields. You can have the horses. You can take the sheep. Whatever, you know. Um, or fight, I don't know. You know, some people are there to defend territory and do all that. I've never, that's been an abstraction for me. I've, I've always had to go celestial in order to kind of get my, uh, which means the sky, you know, the, the, the above, and to get comfort. And, um, you know, um, that suicide gene sort of ran in the family, whether it's a gene or not, but I mean, a curse. And Francesca fell to it. And, you know, before her, there were other suicides. And, but I'm still, you know, I, I didn't, but I tried very hard to when I was in a, uh, when they wanted me to. I just said, I just want to do what you want me to do. And I was taking handfuls of, you know, barbitals after being uh, psychologically tortured on LSD, which was coming straight from the, you know, them, right? Well, you know, we all know who was involved in LSD research and all that. So, LSD and then phenobarbital, bait and switch. Okay, now you're going to kill yourself. Okay, fine. And, but I pulled through, and I shouldn't have. And I just thought maybe God just wanted me to hang around and uh, let people know that, yeah, the, the suicide side thing is a real danger, but you just got to decide you're not going to do it. Not only that, you... you it, it's the thing, the, the, the offense that it is against God is such that it would be bad for you in an eternal, internal, you know. It'd be a, um, you wouldn't, you wouldn't, would you recover? Uh, well, yeah, I guess you could recover from, you know, you're saying basically, and I've done this a lot. First of all, you're saying, it's like Jeremiah, right? When he curses his mother's womb. Oh, I've done that. My God, my whole life I've done that. I just wish I was never born. You know, never born with, with these people, right? You know, selfish, crude, um, narcissistic, psychopathic, murdering, you know, uh, no morals. It just, it's, um, yeah, I, I, I wish I had, uh, but I am. And I think the reason that I was born at the end of the line was to be a witness to God's moving and God's justice, which I will say he's 100% right, and the the scales are 100% balanced in my own family line. And I hate to have lost Francesca, but, you know, that also makes sense because of uh, the fact that her mother, um, you know, was trying to, inter you know, it, they were trying to introduce her to the uh, to the dark side, and then she just didn't go for it. And then that, you know, eventually she had already proclivities toward being abused and, you know, she just wanted love and not abuse and all that, all that trouble led to her exit, you know, that she just felt she, there was nothing here for her in this world. 
There was no love, only hate. And she hated herself, and she couldn't dine with people. She couldn't accept herself enough to even have dinner. That's how much pain she was in. So, I often think she left on uh, July 18th, and I often think, uh, you know, she missed the whole COVID thing. And uh, I don't know how she would have been with that. She probably would have uh, tried to be of help. Of you know, she would have been a volunteer. She would have. She was working for a hospital at one point. You know, picking up uh, uh, you know in an ambulance, getting people and taking them to the hospital. So she had a, a good heart in that way. And uh, but anyway, the. Um, We'll never know the answer to that. I, you know, I just... Uh, it was a hard thing to take to accept that, you know, as much as I talked about suicide and, and helping people to not commit suicide because I proved to them, I proved to people that the mistake it is. It's, it's like a, it's a mistake. You don't, I know it's painful to sit there. and all you, but, but see, what you're doing is not what you want to do. And everyone that commits suicide is not accomplishing what they intended to accomplish. It accomplishes something, but it's not what you want as a soul, as a spirit, as a spiritual being. Uh, it accomplishes, you know, you saying, I can't take the pain anymore, so I'm out of here. And that, that's understandable. But it doesn't accomplish anything... Um, what it does, it sort of puts you back to needing to be created again. You know what I mean? It's, it's kind of a... It's, whatever you've learned, whatever you've gleaned, whatever you've done doesn't really go with you now. And um, yesterday I was having a conversation. We were talking about uh, the soul scalp, scalping machine on the moon. I, I was not saved at the time I was writing this. It's called Cities of Light. And I was writing, uh, I, had, I remember I had Queensryche on really loud on the headphones. And I'm writing, you know, because that was my job back then anyway. It is now, kind of. But I was writing um, uh, Cities of Light, and it was, the subject became the moon. And I started describing this, like these elders living in a crystal city there that were like judging people. And I said, is that Satan? It's like a council. And then next to that, on the moon, there are these gray aliens with their soul scalping machine. It was like you go into their a tunnel of light and you see all your relatives and then you go, you know, then you get uh, um, um, regenerated into another womb. Much like the Tibetan Book of the Dead or the... Uh, even the Egyptian book, well, not so much the Egyptian book of the dead, but like the Tibetan book of the dead. In other words, you, but instead of demons coming at you, like they say happen, which, then you know, that's, that's two different cultures. Um, what you have is the temptation of friends and family and good times and, oh, my dog. And, oh, yeah, and really, instead of a soul scalping machine, life and death, start looking at it as a, Look at that machine as a programming device that, 
you know, that uh, John Lear saw the same thing. It was so funny years ago. We never had any talk or anything. I never published that. I never put it on the internet. We, we independently, he described the exact same thing. So that's really spooky, you know. Uh, but if that's the case, and I, I talked, and when I was on Art Bell, I did mention that before I was, uh, you know, I was banned from coast to coast for, for life. Art banned me. Art himself. He banned me for life. He told Lisa Lyons, his producer, those of you who know Lisa Lyons, I, did I ever tell you that she told me when I go on the air that not to mention the word Jesus? And then I just did Jesus everywhere. Blah, blah, blah. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. So I got myself kicked off. I was one of the first people, speakers, to ever be uh, silenced. To be coast to coast, took away my free speech rights. They censored me. And why did they censor me? Because I started, like people would call in and Art Bell thought I was going to be savaged by people. That's what they're trying to set up people. Call in and look at this fool. Take this little fool and, you know, take him to task. You know what I mean? Because that's what they were thinking, that I'm the fool. They don't think they're the fool. Paul McCartney had the fool on the hill. He said, you know, he the fool thinks they're the fool. And um, that that's actually a, a very incisive. That's actually a, a true thing. But it's not like I think they're the fool. It's they're objectively the fool, the system. And the thinkers are outside the box of that. And I think we all know that. Paul was making a big plea for people to conform because that's the basis upon which they gave the Beatles millions and millions of dollars because they were... They were basically recruiters for Satan's conformianity, which is, you know, their religion, right? Politics is their religion. They can't see beyond that. You know, so whenever you're going to talk about it, it eludes them. But my basic uh, human rights were violated by Art Bell, George Norrie, and Barbara Simpson and Lisa Lyons, and the entire Coast to Coast uh, company. They took away my rights. Another guy that did the same thing was Sean Stone. He took away my right, he did an interview, then he refused to air it. He said, that goes too far. That crosses the line. So you guys ought to feel like, you know, really stoked that you got me talking to you, because you're getting (laughs) some raw stuff here. I mean, you know, I am a writer. I am prone to uh, flights of fancy and all that. But um, at the end of the day, I think that I have contributed something to the conversation. Because why is it every five years they start copying me, right? <laughs> then, yeah, well, to, to make a point then, to, to, to reemphasize a point, um, Art Bell and company, before Art left, I think it was George Norrie, uh, they end up talking about all the stuff that I talked about on the air that got me in trouble, they talk. They talk about now, like soul hat, you know, you know, pedophilia, this, that, Satanism, Satanist, and and all that. But George would joke with me, and he goes, you know, oh Sherman Oaks, yeah, I used to live there, and then he goes, and I took your place. Oh, ride my seesaw. Cool. Nice work if you can get it. What's your name again, George? <laughs> You curious, George? Curious? 
He doesn't know what it means. Do you think you get free money, Curious George? You think they give you free money for that little little joke that you thought no one would get? Do you think you get free money, Curious George? Do you get free money, George? And why do I say that? Because, um, because George Mortnoy was a complete asshole, uh, for one thing. And for another thing, he was arrogantly satanic. In other words, that little snide comment, I took your place, is they're always talking about taking each other's place, and it's all part of the big game, you know what I mean? And so I understand that language. Yeah, I took your place. <laughs> a little laugh. <laughs> People don't know what I know. <laughs> God, it was disgusting. And uh, I hung in there. Um, I think I got said what had, I think they might have gotten... I'm not sure if that interview is still there. They are. There's the one with Art Bell. Larry, Larry played it for me. He uh, That's still out there, but I, I'm not sure on the others. It was okay. I said what I had to say. I talked about, you know... I got to talk about human sacrifice and elite circles and, you know, that that, that when you're a Satanist, it, it's the sacrifice. I don't know if I got to say this, that the sacrifices, um, you know, include traffic accidents and planes going down. And you know what I mean? That, that try to explain that the whole world is, a, is the circle and pentagram. It doesn't need to be cloistered in some, you know, although they love to have midnight... Uh, services in uh, pious churches to to desecrate the uh, to desecrate the place but these are real people they do that they occupy the churches at midnight and they you know they'll put a knife in a baby or whatever and drink the blood and do all that shit and have their orgy and everything to make sure they denigrate and then the next day they clean it all up and then uh, people come in all pious to worship Jesus to worship Jesus on Christmas and um we actually caught one guy. We caught them with these blue bags and we wondered what they were for. And I, I was thinking, what if those are... Because a certain um, truck would come by and look for these blue garbage bags and take them like a Monday morning, like they were just fresh the night before. I never looked in there. I don't know. But I started wondering if there was some evidence in there. So they put the blue bags out and this strange truck would come pick it up. And was that because they had to pick up their gar? Well, why couldn't they just put them in black garbage bags and throw those in the uh, dumpster with everything else? And when Trish, thank God for Trish, that she's seen a lot of this stuff. When we hooked up, they, they weren't done with us. So, so she got to witness. She never knew anything about any of this. She's completely innocent. And when I met, when we met, and uh, but she um, she said, "Can I help you carry the garbage out, the blue bags, to this you know church?" And um, and they went crazy. They went, no, no, no! Don't touch that. Like, oh, well, I see. Something was going on with that blue bag then, but that's as far as I, you know. You know, you, you, you see something you shouldn't see, sometimes you get whacked. You know? And so I started already understanding that uh, the church is a criminal organization. And let me, if I haven't said it enough, let me say it here. The 
organized Christian church is a criminal um, cartel. Whether it's Protestant, whether it's you know something like evangelical, like like so popular these days, or whether it's uh, the Catholic Church or whatever, it, it it really doesn't matter. It's a criminal. It's a single criminal mafia, if you will. And yes, they have muscle. And yes, people do disappear from congregations. You know, they get sick, something happened, oh, so sad, and they get buried or whatever. But uh, yes, they do murder people that are going to spill the beans. And why do they want to kill people spilling the beans? Because they got to protect one thing, the children. And it's just like a factory. You know, the church is like a factory. It it basically churns out, um, you know, uh, lost souls. And it sells them on this idea that after they die, they're going to go with Jesus. It's all going to be fine. And, um, you know, it becomes the part of the architecture of culture. Whether they're against gay <laughs> or not. And they're not going to let those pedophiles in here, or whatever, whatever, whatever level it gets to. And uh, but they, but they, but they're very necessary, just like Republican and Democrat are necessary. Just like you know, people that are for this and against that, and against that. You know, the, the important to keep people divided. House divided cannot stand, and so that's why we have politics. And uh, the people that run the politics all have to take an oath. Um, uh, they have to take a blood oath to, to, to well, when I say blood oath, I, I don't mean it in the way that uh, cutting your hand or something, but they have to take an oath to, to, to Lucifer. Um, and they oftentimes do it through proxies. For example, if you were, um, well, you say, well, Freemasons do the same thing. Yes, but they take oaths to each other. And that's an oath to Lucifer because the higher ups are already, you know, know the secret. So the idea is no institution exists on earth that is not controlled by, by them. And instead of saying Satan, let's just say the criminal cartels. There is no, and, and we, I saw them. You know, I was lucky to get away before uh, real trouble happened. I, I didn't realize. Thank God for producer Mike, who tipped me off. I haven't talked to Mike in a while because I've, Start out the time, but I he did he did save my ass on that occasion. He uh, told me to get the hell out of there and don't go back. So what I would do is while I was gone, I kept sending him donations, so they think I was still on the trail. You know, I was still you know under their control. I did that. <laughs> That's how scary it was, folks. I, but do you think? I mean, did you ever think that the 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 church is there just to spy on you and their muscle, and if you act up or don't act the way they want you to act, they can they can eliminate you. Did you ever think that? Oh, it's not. It's like, well, you got transferred in your job somewhere else. You know, it's you know. And then along the way, oh, you know, got COVID. And, you know, a lot of people. Do. You know what I'm saying? It's just. But I'm not saying it's like, like you know, take you out and take a you know, a thirty-eight revolver and cap you in the head and, you know. But um, they could do that, too. I mean, throwing in the desert. A lot of people, a lot of graves in the desert out there in you know, Palmdale. But what I'm saying is, did you ever think when you were younger 
the that the churches were there to um you know to shape you to spy on you and eventually you know to eliminate you if necessary from the culture from the from the conversation from you know to discredit you if necessary that they're there to take your free speech rights away that's what church is for they don't want you to think about i i get all kinds of letters from Christians and you know they, they're sharing scriptures and all that and it's very uplifting but a lot of it has the um, feeling if you will of someone trying to correct you you know what I mean so they come at you in church with these scriptures like you know to see if you'll obey or not and you know um, if you don't obey and they also talk about you with other pastors and other people around town and if you don't, you know, cooperate, they will follow up with you even if you leave that church in in their spying because they, you know, you're a, a now a, um, you know, a, a, a suspicious individual and they need to keep track of you. So that is something that, um, what I would do is I would just take the Bible really seriously and this is what I do. And, the scene where Satan, you know, in the book of Matthew, where Satan shows Jesus the, all the institutions of the earth and said, so they'll all bow down to you if you bow down to me. I would take that, I take that completely literally. And I always have. Why should I make an exception for that? And whenever I bring it up to any pastor or anybody, oh, they get mad. Oh, boy. You know, so you're just going to follow the scriptures you like. I said, no, this is the way it is. So I suspect your institution, evangelical Christianity, of corruption and corrupting your people into blackmail. Blackmailing them to have to stay here because you get to know their secret sins that they don't want anyone to know, maybe some of which are illegal, and so you're keeping them here. Shame on you. Jesus did not come to extort money from people. He came to save sinners from, uh, you know, the horrible, horrible fate. So don't look at me like all oh, pious and like you're, you're the you're the expert on what someone needs to do. These people came to my home and they told me to get rid of art that was on the wall, which now I wish I'd, I never listened to them. I, I was influenced by them. I had all kinds of art, just loaded with art. I never collected again. A lot of it was dark and horrific and and and, and evil even, but it was mine. You know, it, it wasn't hurting me, I didn't think. I didn't, in fact, looking back on it, getting rid of it, did nothing! Did not make me more spiritual, more of a, more of a, a you know, but, you know, get rid of demonic stuff, and, and now I'm, I have unfettered access to the Most High God. It didn't do one thing. I could kick myself for how much money went down the tubes right then. That's not the real reason, but for, for use, it was like cutting off my arm. I, a lot of those things I collected because I really enjoyed them. They gave me a lot of pleasure. Not, I didn't worship them. You know, just made kind of a nice atmosphere. We, I don't know. It, I felt like when I got rid of that stuff that my part of my creativity went with it. You know, just... Um, there's just something wrong with 
strangers coming into your home and telling you not to have that sword or that mask or that, you know, some primitive thing you, you, you bought and maybe it's a tourist thing. Oh, that's got evil powers coming at you. You better listen to me and take that down right now. Does it? Have you checked with the Most High God first before listening to this a pastor who doesn't know you from your doesn't know his own ass from a hole in the ground? Yeah, come at me, pastors. I will, I will set your mind straight. I will cause you to quit your ministry because it's not a ministry. You are a joke, okay? And I will cause you to quit. Talk to me. I won't just win the debate. You'll be quit because. And I know a lot of you guys. Go, well, if you're right, Jeff, I'm going to kill myself. Well, then have at it. You know, it'd be a lot more honest for you to be suicidal than sitting there leading a congregation. Wouldn't it? Wouldn't it? Jesus disdains your commerciality, your commercialism, your arrogance to think the flock couldn't make it without, you know, you being there. Boy, oh boy. That's disgusting, dude. That's a real embarrassment. You're, you're an, actually an embarrassment because you think that you are you know, keeping these people together for Jesus. You don't understand the Lord ministers to us all, do you? <laughs> repent? What would repent look like if you repented? It'd be worse because uh, your values are, you need to, it wouldn't be repent for you. It'd be go to school. Learn what life is, what and you know what it isn't. You know, let God teach you. Go to the school of the Holy Spirit, then come back. Yeah, but they'll reject me as being a blasphemer. I mean, you know, a lone ranger Christian, lone ranger. Well, they could accuse John the Baptist of that, Elijah of that. I guess I suppose. Uh, you know, uh, they could accuse. Uh, you know, the apostles of that. Uh, Certainly, uh, Paul would be a great Lone Ranger uh, candidate. Seems like all the really uh, people that even understood the Lord, Peter screwed up royally with Jesus, but I guess he'd be called a Lone Ranger too. And they were, all these people were changed. They kept making mistakes. But why were they so important? Because they followed the Lord, not man. Because they were Lone Ranger Christians. In fact, any good, solid man of faith or woman of faith, a child of faith, for that matter, uh, is in fact a lone ranger because when you get the Holy Spirit talking to you that's counter to what you're told in a church, which one are you going to follow? I know John MacArthur would have a field day with me. He'd be saying, now wait a second, God appointed the church and so God's going to keep the church straight. And I kept my church out of you know going during COVID. I stood up to those legislatures. And you did a good job, John. But you uh you wanted everyone to read your study Bible with many mistakes. And uh just show me one. The kingdom of God is within you. Luke seventeen twenty one. you said that means it's within us, the body. In other words, you're tainted by this us thing. 
There is no collective salvation, John. You should take your name off the building and off of the, you know, the, 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 the master, you know, just get out of there and uh, just, uh, you know, try to hear from the Lord. We saw John at his church and we saw Trish and I had a vision at the same time. And we saw two giant angels holding him up because he would otherwise he would have just fallen on the floor. And that was just due to the corruption of the place. No, yeah. There was the chorus that sits behind him. And they were beating in on me and Trish. They were like, you know, really, really trying to throw the evil eye at us. And I'm like, where would they learn the evil eye and, you know, occultic kind of uh, you know, witchcraft stuff? They're not supposed to do that. But we witnessed it. So we witnessed a church that was utterly, totally corrupt, you know, and, and he, he looks righteous. He makes puts on a good show, but it's a nice set of false teeth, you know. You could lose, you could literally lose your soul at uh, the, the master's college. Well, the kids that went to the master's college, I ended up trying to teach them about baptism. They didn't actually, th th that's a graduate school, and they didn't know about baptism. They, they didn't understand what, what baptism was all about. You know, and I'm like, this is, what grade are you in? You're going to become a, well, I'm going to become a, you know, a ordained minister in another year, and then they're going to give me a church, and I get $200,000 a year salary. So I can go have a wife and kid, I can have my little house, and I get my church, and then I get to do good in the world. <laughs> and that's what I would say is a, you know, the huge problem that happened to America is that uh, we really, 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 really got hit with uh, both barrels of, of, of the truth, which is every institution on earth, including every 501c3 church, every, every group, everything is, you know, is a uh, program of you know, Satan, whatever that definition is, a group of people, one guy named Satan, it doesn't matter. But all of it is is you know to go back to Jesus bowing down before Satan to get uh, the whole world to bow down before him. It would bow down before him in the form of institutions, the banks, the medical, the churches, the mosques, the synagogues, the, the temples, the Buddhist temples, the uh, you know, the, whatever kind of religion thing, all of them bow down to Jesus. So this guy, Satan, at least in the Bible, which also stands for, you know, the club and other things, society, huh? um, told us all, as we read, of course, pastors don't like that. They don't like that particular scripture, do they? That every institution, including theirs, is owned, owned by Satan because uh, Jesus wouldn't bow down, therefore the church does not have to bow down to Jesus. And they don't. They bow down to the pastor. People bow down when they're told to bow down from the worship section. They Nobody, right, they, they, they writhe around on the floor like they got, you know, I'm not saying there aren't exceptions, you know, of, random, like Keltner would put together some random, 
you know, some thing on a weekend and everyone, you know, to exercise demons. And that's not, I'm not talking about that. That's not organized religion. That's, a, but, but, had, but I would just say this if he went on and had some kind of schedule and some kind of thing and some kind of corporate board and all that, I, I, you know, you, you run the risk of uh, being taken over. And he knows that. I'm just, you know, just saying that, uh, you know, Bible study. We had a Bible study. And we almost got killed by a couple of murderers. Now, I guess they chickened out or Lord, Lord protected us. But uh, they were liking the UFOs and stuff, you know, and the Bible and all that. And then, you know, we had another one that was, some, you know, they heard me on Coast to Coast, and so we'd have these Bible studies. And nobody was interested in the Bible except me and Trish. I mean, it was just ridiculous. When we lived over in, uh, we lived in El Dorado, we got evicted from our downtown because they, well, because I was screaming and yelling, but they're, they're all witches. That <laughs> in my prime then. And uh, we got, we went, we had a Bible study, and it was immediately corrupted. And uh, not being, we were, you know, pure-hearted about it, and we were serious. But then there was this one incident where they, these people were going to be getting some piece of land way up somewhere. We had to go look at it. It was way out of the way in the middle of nowhere. You know, we just kept driving toward it. It was way up by, up by Las Vegas, uh, New Mexico, and, you know, way up on a hill somewhere. And it, it looked, it didn't even look like it was for sale necessarily. And I felt like, looking back on it, like that was, they were going to sacrifice us up there. And I can't, I cannot, you know, prove it exactly, but I just don't, don't, uh, it never really set right. I just have a suspicion about it. But, but here's the caution that the Lord's going to be, don't go on these trips with people when they want to take you way out to the middle of nowhere, where there isn't anyone, where there's no help, uh, to look at some land they might, that they're thinking maybe we, we'll buy it. And there's no for sale sign. You know what I'm saying, folks? You got to be a little more street smart than me. I, you know, we we were, you know, and then after that, the whole thing broke up. The person I was dealing with on my book, she she turned on us because you know her her god is you know the devil basically. Because how can she get any more? The ethos out there is well, how can I get any work if I'm not on Satan's side? Well, first of all, you're not supposed to say there's anything about Satan's side. The rule is, in society, there is no Satan. And there's no one on Satan's side. So right when you start talking like that, you automatically discredit yourself or, or, or identify yourself as a lamb, which means game on. So you don't want to do that. You don't want to do that. You have to play the game a little bit. <laughs> People complain that our society is not free anymore. And I'm here to tell you it never, it's, it's always been like this. It's never been different. It has not gotten worse. It's only gotten more exposed. It's always been like this. When you were kids, when you were born, for your parents, for your grandparents, it's always been like this. There is no change in society. It is what it was, and it's what it is now, and it's what it was 500 years ago. It's always going to be the same. You know, uh, young Goodman Brown, 
the same. What's the other one? Nathaniel Hawthorne, what was that? Uh, Bartleby, the same. What did some of the other people that wrote about uh, fools? These are fools. These are a fool. Look at that fool. He doesn't want to do anything. He's told to, to write something. He's a scrivener and he won't write it. He'd prefer not to. Mm hmm. What was he? What, what was what, what was what were they talking about? <laughs> and they're talking about, you know, control. There's not a church in this world that is, you know, pure. There may be more pure than others, but um, nothing replaces going to God on your own. That's the whole point. The pastor's supposed to be a, a, a kind of, a, if, if anything, a, a gateway, but, you know, to, to help you connect with God because the, God's waiting for you, not for the pastor, not for your group of friends in there, waiting for you. Oh, should you leave the church? If, oh, I wouldn't. I don't. I, 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 my personal taste is um, uh, for for safety. It just depends if you're, you know, if you're me, you wouldn't, you wouldn't, you wouldn't. Just like the Lord says, "Thou should," you know, when Jesus made the excuse, he said, "You throw yourself down here, the angels will pick you up," because you're the Son of God, you know. And then he goes, "For it is written," you know, Jesus says, "You know, thou shalt not." Um, Tempt the Lord thy God, right? That that's you know in stone. So we don't just go show our necks to the you know to the hungry wolf, right? How do we get on this? What subject were we on? We were on the subject of the destroyers. Yeah. Well, this message only goes out when God's about to, uh, you know do some things, but here's the deal. He can't do anything if it's not going to change anything. You know, I, I think he would wait. Now, this is speculation on my part. I don't talk for it. I'm, I'm probably totally inaccurate. But I think he's not going to move until he has witnesses. Maybe the two witnesses of Revelation, you know. And, uh, and I think that's you know that's a that's a lot bigger story than I, I'm not sure we've decoded that story properly. I've never really completely understood it, but perhaps that's what's needed—a witness. Because you know, if you if you're just to take the wicked out right now, do you think there'd be any appreciation of it, or even understanding of it? I, I would go so far as to say I don't I don't know that people would even understand what happened. Because they don't know what the wicked, they don't know what the wicked is to begin with. I mean, they, they don't like stuff they don't like, but they haven't really, you know. Most people that are, you know, know what the wicked wicked is, they're down with it. They, it's fine for them. They don't care what they do to their children or themselves or their genes or their jabs or they don't care. So it's uh, again, there's never an easy answer, you know, and I. You know, I, I I I can only tell you what works for me is putting God first, being like a child with God, just just not being stupid, trying not to be dumb and make dumb moves, which we do all the time, and um, you know, pick your battles and have God pick your battles, battles you can win, and 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 it really present the gospel. We're here to present the gospel. Part of running 
the act of running the race means presenting the gospel. That's the running, uh, presenting the gospel is a is a verb, right? I'm presenting it. I'm talking about it. I'm showing it. I'm you know, and so that's the running. We 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 present the gospel, and that's our that's what that's what the race is. Because I don't think God wants silence on this gospel, and certainly the churches have done so much damage that no one even hardly listens anymore. And uh, we have to overcome that, and that's a, that's a really tough thing because they've been like lousy PR for Jesus. I mean, Jesus is a little more than a dashboard, uh, you know, a little bouncing dashboard head nowadays. And I don't know how you get through that. But the biggest growing religion in America is witchcraft, which then, of course, will lend itself to woke politics and all the rest of the thing. The whole laundry list of things you don't like come with witchcraft especially poverty, which I tried to explain for 20 years, that wherever you see a lot of witchcraft, you see, well, look at Juarez, Mexico. That's overrun by Santeria, right? Santeria runs it. Well, that's, the cartels run, Santeria runs the cartels, not the other way around. Okay? So, and they're in bed with, you know, Biden and company. I mean, you, you see this this whole... It's just so overwhelmed right now. Like I, like I said, if, if a person just stands there and holds fast for the gospel, for the great news that there is a way out, it's Jesus. You know, that, that, that's, for me, that's the gospel. That's it. And, um, and hold steadfast for that. You're a hero. You know, total applause. Uh, you know. Cast, cast your crowns. Remember, you don't need a crown, right? Jesus is the crown. We don't need a crown. So we cast the crowns. Get rid of that. I don't need that crown. And um, you know, hop on. You know, it's it's. Uh, I know that God won't let you down in any direction. And when we have, when we have problems, we hold hands and pray together. When we find good people that we can pray with, and. Every one of those good people that I pray with also has attacks by demons, and sometimes they need to be prayed for rather than with. And sometimes I'm like, I need to be prayed for rather than with. We try to minimize those times as we get older, you know, that we learn something. But, um, yeah, this is about the, uh, you know... Oh, I, yeah, it's about the, it's about the inversion... It's about how um, mentally compromised. It's not mentally. It's that when you don't have spirit, you have only like one one eighth of your brain is working. You, you know what I mean? Your brain exists not in your head, just in the brain, but your mind exists in the spirit as well. So if you don't have spirit, then you know. If, I mean, if you're just Satan, that's not spirit. That's that's a uh, a web. It's like a spider web. But, you know, if you don't have um, spirit, then you don't have mind. And a lot of people say spirit, you know, I can feel the spirit or I'm spiritual, and they're off on a new age thing. There's no such thing as new age spirituality that doesn't exist. The new age is the occult. So that doesn't count, right? But if you really have the spirit, that means, that means 
you're connected to, to heaven. You're, I wish I had that song by Kelly right now. What is that song? She's everywhere. What was the name of that? Lizzie? No. Song by Kelly. I want to close with that today. I know today was pretty much a heavy... I didn't mean... You know, we're going to stop on this with the... You know, the return of Christ, obviously, is a... Is really called the marriage supper of the Lamb. I'm just going to paraphrase here. So what we have is simultaneous ending of evil and marriage all at once. And, and that marriage supper of the Lamb is the, the... That term marriage is there because there's that... You know, the marriage bed. You know, you might almost look at it like a temple and like there's the intersection. I mean, I mean you know, sex is like the intersection of the, it's like the Holy of Holies and, and you being there as a new being. Do you know what I mean? So there's a marriage supper with the Lamb. It's, it's a, uh, once you have that, the people of the Lamb are never the same. Now there's another dimension opened up, right? The tabernacle dimension, the, the real purpose that God created. And, and so God created us over lifetimes, you know what I mean? We live, we die. I don't know what to live again, but, you know, we live, we die. But it's over these lifetimes that, but, it, but it's not over yet. It's, we're still being created. And so the wedding supper of the Lamb is, um, to me, it's a, it's a um, creation it's a final creation, just like a, a marriage supper of the Lamb should pr produce a baby, right? If, if, if it's a marriage, it should produce a child, and that child is us, and that's how I kind of look at it, that we're not done. We're, we're, we're like right in the, uh, we're being tested, we're being tried, we're being, um, our faith is being expanded, but we haven't gone through the transformation yet because that's the marriage supper of the Lamb. But that doesn't happen until there's a simultaneous, simultaneous binding of evil. And the, the most violent um, person in the entire, uh, at the same time as Jesus, coming in as the word of God, a vesture dipped in blood to put down, you know, the wicked and, of course, you know, to tie up Satan, to, to rule with a rod of iron to restore things the way they should have been. But they weren't because of the free will fall of man and the honoring of the free will, which is based on unconditional love um, of God's creation. Because without unconditional love, without that freedom, we wouldn't be able to be married to the Lamb, which is basically transformation to X, <laughs> to Y, to Z, to what, to something. And with that, I'm going to go. We won't, probably won't be here unless I can figure out how to get a Skype in here on uh, the first. But we'll be doing, a, we'll, we'll pull that prayer meeting together right after that. And I have to see if, if I can get the Skype working, I can bring people in and we'll do it. But see what happens is when other people talk, it picks it up on, I, I don't know if I could mix it. Um,
So we'd have to, we'd have to see. You have anything to add, Trish? Hi, everybody. Keep the faith. Well, yeah. We're having a pretty splendid time at the sea because the sea is... God, just imagine if you if you weren't spiritual and you're at the sea. It, that, that would be terrible, wouldn't it? I mean, it, when I look at the sea, I'm looking out here, I see this vast, infinite sea. Oh, man, yeah. Then I get the perspective of God and I feel like, oh, yeah. Yeah, we're not wrong. And one last thing about, you know, people that are... I, I know Zev uh, Zelenko, uh, he he wanted us to respect Noah Harari. Okay. I do respect that he's a person in the system, and he's at the top of the system, and he's very dangerous, he wants to kill everybody. I mean, I, I get that, and he's allowed to say whatever he wants. Yeah, so he's got power. I understand that he's a formidable enemy, but really, an enemy to what? To my body, maybe, but not to me. So I, you know, I'm not sure. I quite. It's hard for me to. I, mean, I respect an enemy can be formidable. But seriously, if they wanted to get away with what they're getting away with, I, I could do it. I could easily subdue this earth and get everything they want done. You know how I'd do it? I'll tell you, no, it's not a mystery. I would do it through temptation and free will. And not through bludgeoning and threats. And, and Bill Gates, you know, up there... Dumbest of the dumb. He's almost, he reminds me of like some kind of a... I don't want to compare it to an animal because I love animals and I, I don't want to do that to any animal. But he's just like the dumbest guy on the block. And it's hard to believe that, that uh, you know, he would be talking to people and they would be listening. It's, it's hard to believe with the stupid things he says. He, it, I wouldn't say this about him just in general. It's Go back and look at the record of how many stupid things the guy says. It's just unbelievable. Everything he says is stupid. But then the talk show host is going, uh -huh, uh -huh. You're a god, Gates. You're a god. Uh -huh. You want me to do knee time? Uh -huh. Uh -huh. You know. And I, it's, hard, it's hard for me to believe that anyone would take, or Fauci, that, that, that he would even know anything about. I'm amazed he even knows a word like gain of function. I mean, and then, of course, clowny, you know, the swab clown. I mean, that guy is that guy is right out of James Bond. I'm telling you, he's right out of central casting. I mean, come on. We can't be fooled by this clown. He, the, the reason God's allowing us to see these things jumping out at us, it looks very cinematic. You know, he's like, uh, you know, you know, the, 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 the you know, specter. And he's the head of it. And he's going to destroy the earth and take over for himself. That's exactly... I mean, they're doing the James Bond programming right out, right out of the gate. Shouldn't people call them on it? Or are they that dumb? And how many people out there are stupid? Meaning, have no intelligence. Well, unless you actually... Unless you actually, well, 
I don't see how you could have intelligence if you're under mind control. Right? Because you're as, intel- as an intelligent as the program, which is not intelligence, more a behavior modification program. So you couldn't possibly be intelligent. And maybe that's just it, folks. Maybe we have overestimated by a lot the uh, intelligence of, of human. Maybe humans are just supposed to be programmed to work in the fields and procreate. And, but I don't know. It's the whole thing. I, I'm not quite sure what the whole purpose was at this point. But uh, one thing I do know, things are quickly coming to an end. And when I say end, I mean, it might be nice. It might be them, right? It might be like, you know, if God's going to go now, which is kind of what I uttered a little bit, then um, we'll see change. You know, we'll see big changes. Oh, you won't see them being removed by the police or tribunals or anything like that. They'll just, here's what it'll be like. Like cockroaches, they're just going to disappear. Uh, they just kind of like move into this background and we'll bring them out another day. They're all dolls. You know, all of them, there's Gates doll, there's the Horizon. They bring them out. We're going to roll over you. <laughs> evil laugh. Cue the evil laughter. And then the crowd, cue the applause. Yay! We're going to take away all your rights. Yay! We're, I mean, what, what do you, how's it look to you? We're going to, we're going to take your children. Yay! We're, we're, we're going to jab you with stuff that might kill you. Ah, ha, ha, yeah. Yeah, we're going to... Anyway, everyone's going to cut off the gas and all the food, and you're going to starve to death. Ah, yeah, baby, yeah, baby. And you lead the bugs... <laughs> And have nothing but you will owe no one and you will have no money and you'll be free uh, so long as you stay within the confines of uh, your programming. And if you step out, we will zap you from the sky and that will be the end of you. You like that too? Yay! It's hard for me to believe that anyone that ever watched Star Trek would fall for this. Or any of these, you know... Any of these, you know, since I mean, since uh, the swab man, he, he he likes to wear Star Trek outfits, and I I, I just I, I don't I it's it's not something I um, I can't put any more time on 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 them. I, I've um, you know except to say that that God will destroy if they're destroying the genome and the Earth. There is a line, folks. There's a line where God says no more. And um, God help anybody that's under that kind of judgment. I mean, it might kill us all. But, you know, the Lord is not to be mocked. He made biology. He made planets. He made electricity. He made the sun. The sun's amazing. They can't do any of that. They can't do anything. They, they can barely add two and two is four. They're already tempted to say something else. They can't do anything. They're subject. They got high on their own supply. They're as controlled as the ones they want to control. And 
I think the miracle right now is that we're still here talking. When you think about it, God's proven himself by holding back a total annihilation. So I'm going with the Lord. Here's what I'm going to do today. I'm going to thank God for this beautiful sea and the, and the fish in the sea and the... Uh, just just thinking about the seal. The seals make me happy. Not the ones that are trained at SeaWorld. Please, no. I'm not going to... I can't stand SeaWorld. I think it's cruelty to animals. Makes me a liberal now. I'm trying to find something... Uh, well, I'm going to put something fun on and we'll see you next time. Thank you all for visiting. Thanks to everybody in the chat room. Um, I would have been to you earlier, but uh, I just really needed this break. I was just really tired. And when I get back, I'm going to have to really work at... Um, I got to work at rehab, you know, rehabbing myself, my body, my mind, my, you know, whatever. And uh, I don't want to just drift into that, you know, that uh, sick and firm kind of, you know, don't know where I am type of thing. I've, I've got to fight it. And with that, I bid you shalom. And uh, may you all be blessed in the name of Jesus. May you all be blessed, like totally 100,000% blessed. Just like on fire blessed. And then when people say, well, why are you so happy? I say, I, well, I, don't, I can't tell you, but, but uh, you know, it's, uh, it's the whole, I'm wrapped up in a whole thing now. I got a whole bunch of things going on. And, and well, what are they? Well, I just can't really talk about it. <laughs> and I'll see you next time. <laughs>